welcome to the True Tabernacle podcast channel. We hope that you find encouragement and inspiration during one of our sermons, discussions, or interviews. For more information regarding our faith community, connect with us on Facebook at our True Tabernacle page. And while you're at it, hit subscribe to this channel to stay connected. Hallelujah, hallelujah. <clears throat> well, everybody say praise the, Lord. praise the Lord. Turn to your neighbor and tell them you're glad to see him here this evening. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. We are approaching the coming of the Lord. The Bible says he's going to come as a thief in the night. I don't know how you feel, but I am just kind of moved with expectancy um, in this day and time that we live, praise God, knowing that uh, he could come at any moment, and uh, only what we do for Christ is truly going to last. Man. Thank you, Brother Bobby, for that message this morning. And, um, we have a good team that uh, takes the word seriously, and I think we all can glean from that every time we come. Praise God. This is not a game. Amen. Your football teams, your baseball teams, your basketball teams, your hockey teams, your soccer teams, whatever other kind of team, they can win a game and it doesn't really have an effect as far as eternity is concerned. But what we're dealing with tonight is an eternity question. You're either going to be saved or you're going to be lost. You will either make it or you won't make it. There will be no rematches. There will be no do-overs. We either will make it or we won't. So I pray that we all want to make it. So let's raise our hands before we pray or before we sit down. Let's pray and ask God just to open our ears, our eyes, our hearts to receive the word of God. Can you do that with me tonight, Lord God? We thank you for this moment that we have. We thank you for this opportunity that we have. And we ask God for the next little while that you would touch us and let your word penetrate our lives Hey, let our ears be open to hear your word, our hearts open to receive your word, and let us receive it with gladness, Lord, knowing that it's your word that is going to change our lives. It's our bread when we're hungry, our water when we're thirsty. It's our help in a time of need. Amen. And I pray, God, that you would take it tonight and help us along the way. And everybody say in Jesus' name. 
God bless you and may be seated. On October the 30th, 1938, now some of you probably already, especially you older saints, probably recall that date, a radio network music program was suddenly interrupted and it was a breaking news flash simply saying that strange activity was being observed on the planet Mars. The music program then continued for a while longer until there was another interruption and more breaking news flashes of strange activity. And what sounded like a legitimate newscast was now, was in reality nothing more than a unique one-hour drama that was presented by Orson Welles on the Mercury Theater of the Air. Millions of people that were listening to the program in the United States actually believed that planet Earth was now being invaded by Martians. Let me give you one of the news flashes. First, the announcer said that a meteor had crashed to the Earth near Groves Mills, New Jersey. Next, an on-site report came from New Jersey that said <clears throat> thousands of people had been killed, not by a meteor as had originally been reported, but by death ray guns that were brandished about by an army of space invaders. An eyewitness described the scene as weird creatures streaming from a huge silver cylinder and burning everything in their path. Martians, it seemed, had landed on the earth. Right in the middle, this terrifying report was cut suddenly due to circumstances that were out of their control. Now other parts of the country began to report, one after the other. The reports were much the same as in New Jersey. News flashes that said the National Guard had been called out. The Secretary of War was mobilizing the Army. <clears throat> the White House had declared a state of national emergency. They were putting out, keep calm, keep calm. The reports urged the public. The same voices that told of weird space creatures burning their way to New York City and had incited fear were now calling for composure. That was taken from Curtis Mitchell's news broadcast. <clears throat> Despite assurances that this was only a broadcast drama, Americans believed that we were under attack from outer space. Switchboards were swamped. Churches were filled to capacity. Highways leading out of New York City were jammed with cars of people trying to escape the terror of it all. <clears throat> In the state of Washington, a small town experienced a routine power failure. What, had a bad, what a bad time to have power failure. That power failure was the last straw for the frightened citizens of that town, and they believed, despite assurances, that they were now under attack. People who claimed to have seen with their own eyes creatures from outer space visited police stations, but it was all just make-believe. <clears throat> there were no Martians. There wasn't an invasion. There was no death ray guns. There was no slaughter of innocent people. But the panic of this nation, brought on by a fake broadcast, <coughs> excuse me, was unbelievable. Even though they constantly reminded the listeners, this is not real, it's only a drama. Everybody say only a drama. <coughs> Almost 85 years have passed now since that infamous broadcast of the War of the Worlds came about. But tonight, I want us to know 
And I want to tell us of an event on God's timetable that is not going to be a drama of man's imagination or their skilled presentation. This one, my friend, is going to be true. It will be real. And it will make the war of the worlds and its traumatic impact on society look like child's play. <coughs> Let's clap our hands and praise God together. I apologize <coughs> as I work through this tonight. I'm trying to get better. Amen. Because that day will be when Jesus Christ removes his body. <clears throat> removes his church, amen, his bride that is called by his name from this planet earth. That whole scenario will happen in a moment, in a twinkling of an eye, in a split second. Suddenly, amen, when the trump sounds, amen, we're going to go to be with the Lord. Some call it the rapture. Others call it the catching away of the bride. While others call it, uh, and the Bible calls it, the first resurrection. Amen. Whatever you choose to call it, amen, is irrelevant to me tonight as far as a preacher of the gospel. But the bottom line is simply this, that this event will impact the entire world like no other event that's ever happened uh, up to this point. There's never been anything that can compare to the rapture of the church. <coughs> Lord, that's the time you should be shouting. <coughs> I've been struggling with this for over a week. And I don't have COVID. Got tested for that, so thank God for that. <coughs> but we know God is going to work something out tonight. Praise God. Somebody say praise the Lord. Man, whatever you choose, millions of people will suddenly disappear. Do you believe that tonight? Untold number of graves will, without warning, burst open. The sea will instantly give up the dead that is in it. From every nation and island around the world, there will be suddenly chaos and confusion. Cars will lose their drivers. <coughs> Airplanes will lose their pilots. Trains will lose their conductors. Buses will lose their, their drivers. There will be mass destruction and confusion everywhere. <coughs> Telephone lines will go down. Cell towers won't work like they should because of the, of the masses of people that are trying to communicate to other people. People will be trying to find their loved ones uh, and panic will set in on them uh, when they can't be found. Uh, roads and highways will most likely be obstructed uh, because of the numbers of accidents uh, that will occur and will take some time most likely to clear the debris from the highways. Hospitals will be overflowing because of the abundance of casualties uh, that there will be from the accidents uh, and all the commotion. Heart attacks and suicide will be the order of the day <coughs> because of the fear that will be in the hearts of mankind. <coughs> yes, why? Because there's a day coming when all of this will take place. Amen. And I believe that it won't be much further down the road. I believe it could be tonight. I believe it could be tomorrow. 
I could believe it could be a month away. It might be a year away. I don't know the day or the hour when it's going to come. But I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that I do not want to be left here, amen, waiting on the end time to be fulfilled totally. <clears throat> amen. Amen. It's coming a day when all of this will take place. And I don't believe it can be far. Understand this. Once again, this is not a game. Turn to your neighbor and say it's not a game. We play that game. I used to play that game when I was a teenager. Amen. Get right with God on Sunday. Amen. And try to be around my friends and everything going on in the world during the week. Amen. Get a little convicted, come back and do it all over again. Amen. It become a game. It became a game. Amen. But this is not a game. This is not a game. This is not what God wants us to go through. Uh, amen. This is not what God, amen, d demands uh, 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 of us is to play a game. No. He says, listen, uh, amen, to whomsoever will can come and drink of the, winter, the, the rivers of life freely. Uh, to whom, uh, amen, is hungry for this, uh, you will be fed. Uh, amen. To whom is thirsty for this, uh, amen, you will, amen, have your thirst quenched. Uh, amen. But it's got to come from a desperate heart that believes that we are living in a day and time amen when the Lord is going to come and we can't play games with that you might decide that it's it's a thank you by the way you may decide that it's 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 not it's not worth it living for God I'm telling you, it's the most worth thing you you, you can't you can't bring it. you have to understand that it is worth it Amen. You don't, you know, you have a choice, but I want you to know living for God is the best choice that you are ever going to make. The best choice. Everybody say the best choice. Amen. And we know God's coming for his church without spot or wrinkle. It's not a game. We don't hear this kind of preaching much anymore. Amen. But we need to hear more of it about the coming of the Lord and saying and preaching that the Lord is going to come for his church. We're so used to having our shoes shine, so to speak, uh, and having cotton candy messages, uh, amen. But somewhere down the road, uh, we as a go the gospel preaching uh, messengers uh, of the word of God need to begin to preach it with fervency uh, that the Lord is coming. The Lord is coming. And people will be left. Uh, and people will go in the rapture. I want to be one of the ones uh, that go in the rapture not left behind. <clears throat> the only way that you can get in that number is to obey the gospel of Jesus Christ and get your heart right with God. Not again. The apostle Paul foretold this day in the letter in his letter to the Thessalonians. In 1 Thessalonians 4 verses 13 through 18. He told them, I would not have you to be ignorant, brethren, concerning them which are asleep. Amen. How many knows somebody that's gone on to be with the Lord? Come on, I've got a mother and a father. I've got grandpas and grandmas. I've got aunts and uncles and cousins and people that have gone on to be with the Lord, right? Amen. Don't be ignorant about those that are already asleep in the Lord. Amen. No, don't, 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 don't think that that's where they're staying. Amen. <clears throat> and don't and sorrow that you sorrow not even as others which have no hope. For if we believe that Jesus died and rose again, how many believes that tonight? Even so, them also which sleep in Jesus uh, will God bring with them. For this we say unto you by the word of the Lord, <coughs> that we which are alive and remain 
until the coming of the Lord shall not prevent them which are asleep. Why? For the Lord himself shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of an archangel and with the trump of God, and the dead in Christ shall rise first. Then we which are alive remain uh, shall be caught up together with them in the air, and so shall we ever be with the Lord. Wherefore, comfort one another with these words. There's a rapture getting ready to take place. I don't know about you, but I plan on being a, a part of it. It won't be a drama. It won't be a game somewhere. Amen. It won't be a staged event. This won't be something that'll be make-believe. But this is a fundamental doctrine of our Christian faith. The doctrine was taught, who? By Jesus Christ, by the Apostle Paul, by the Apostle Peter, the early church fathers. And it's going to happen sooner than what you and I could ever think. We have the songs that sing, that we sing, things like soon and very soon we're going to go see the king. Do we really believe that? Or is it just something that we have learned and that we can sing and articulate it through song? Or is it something that we really believe down deep inside of us? That God is coming for his church and he said it will be without spot or wrinkle. And it will be washed in his blood. There are those around that will tell you that it's not going to happen. There are those around us that have lived for God for many years and gave up. I'm imploring you tonight. This is not the time to give up and walk away from the things of God. This is not time to get weary in well-doing and feel like you can't go on any further. Amen, this is not the time, amen, to, 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 to kind of saddle up with those things in the world. Amen, get that off your mind. Get that off your mind. Get it out of your heart and understand, amen, your salvation depends on you getting close to Jesus Christ, not close to the world. Amen, if you've got a love for the world, the Bible said the love of the Father is not in you. There are those that will tell you that this is a new doctrine. But I want to tell you tonight that there is coming a day when the Almighty God is going to catch away his bride. Amen. I'm going to be there. He's going to catch away the dead in Christ. They're going to rise up first. Amen. They're going to get a head start on us. Amen. Then we which are alive remain are going to be caught up together to meet them in the clouds. And so to meet the Lord and so shall we ever be with him. So hear it tonight. Hear it tonight and hear it well. Amen. This world is doomed. Amen. It's on its way to destruction. I do not want to be a part of that. And neither do I want you to be a part of that. You must be ready for in that hour that he comes silently. <laughs> Folks, this is just as real as anything has happened in your life. Hear me tonight. It's just as real as anything that has happened in your life tonight. It's not a game. Jesus Christ is coming uh, soon. In fact, Jesus says in John 5, Marvel not at this, for the hour is coming in which all that are in the grave shall hear his voice 
and shall come forth they that, are, they that have done good unto the resurrection of life and they that have done evil unto the resurrection of damnation. I'm here to tell you there's a judge, there's a great judge. One day he's going to judge the whole world, the living and the dead. Amen. The living and the dead. Everybody's going to have to stand before him one of these days. But I'm telling you tonight, you do not want to be a part of that moment when you have to give an account for your own soul. When you have to try, amen, to, to, to express your concern that, that this is the reason or that's the reason or, or whatever or somebody else. No, amen, when we stand before God, we will be alone and we will have to give an account and he will judge us. Amen, let me tell you tonight, the reason why I want to preach this kind of message, amen, to stir our hearts is simply because as a shepherd of this sheep, amen, I have to realize that I have to give an account and I don't want to have to be in a situation to where I have to say I didn't preach this and I didn't preach that and I didn't help them here or I didn't help them there. I want to let you know that beyond a shadow of a doubt, amen, you must be born again of the water and the spirit. You must repent of your sins. You must prepare your soul, amen, for that great day that he comes for his church. We must. This message needs to be proclaimed in every pulpit, in every church, amen, in every Sunday school classroom. It must be proclaimed in our homes and with our families. We should never be get more involved in other things and leave the things of God out with our families. Well, come on, somebody say praise the Lord. We got to talk about it. We got to pray about it. Amen. We gotta we gotta encourage people and let them know that what they need more than anything, uh, Amen, is the power of God in their life, the resurrecting power of God in their life. Uh, what they need uh, is to become a new creature, as Paul said in Christ Jesus, uh, and let the old things, uh, Amen, pass away, uh, and let the new things uh, become a part of their life. Uh, understand, we all have a past, uh, but I don't have to live uh, in my past. Uh, I'm living in the present, uh, and I'm living for the future come on clap your hands and praise him tonight hallelujah you see there is a silly city whose builder and maker is God the Bible says there will be walls of jasper there will be streets of gold there will be gates of pearl in that beautiful city that we call New Jerusalem Amen, where the Bible says the Lamb is a light. Amen, and as you are drawing a breath, as we breathe this air right now today, amen, understand the Lord is coming one day for his church. The Bible tells us that no man knows the day of the hour when the Lord is going to return. Amen, it says that the house owner had known the time that the thief would come and still he would have prepared and not allowed his house to be broken up. Amen, but the Bible also says that we can know the times and the seasons of his return. And I believe that the signs right now are pointing to the soon return of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so it's time to stop playing church and become passionate about the things of God and become passionate about the coming of the Lord. Amen. We got to get it, everything we got in this last day. 
amen, and understand I will not stop. I will not sit down. I will not back up. Amen, but I'm going to push forward. Amen, I'm going to lean into it. And I might be battered. And I might be bruised. But I'm going to make it. I'm going to get there with the help of the Lord. We need to simply kind of make the declaration that I will die living for Jesus. Amen. I'm going to die living for Jesus. But understand this. We will either die living for Jesus or we will live for him or I'll live for him with everything until the rapture. Amen. I'm not going to have a fling in this world because... He's coming too soon. Turn to your neighbor and say, flings are out of the question. <laughs> flings are out of the question. Right? Come on, somebody say, praise the Lord. Oh, but you don't understand, Pastor. I had a good time. Well, go ahead and have your good time. Amen, but don't understand, understand this. You're jeopardizing. The Lord could come while you're having a good time. You know, my dad always used, I used to argue with my dad a little bit on certain things in the church. You know, why is this? Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? Why is that? And he said, well, I don't really have a scripture and verse for you on a lot of the stuff you're asking me. But he said, I will tell you one thing. It's better to be safe than sorry. <laughs> right? Man, it's better to live a little, a, a, a little, a little, a little, a little distance out here instead of trying to straddle the fence all the time. Now, don't get quiet. Amen. Just understand, these are things you got to look at in your life. You got, you got to man up to that, and you got to say, where, where do I stand with God? Where do I stand with God? We don't like to ask ourselves that question, but sometimes we need to look in the mirror and we need to say, where do I stand with God? Now, I'll tell you this. It's not going to be a big uh, pondering question. Uh, when you ask the question, uh, you already know where you stand with God. But where do I stand just this one last encounter the lust of the flesh because he could come today I'm not going to mess around with adultery and fornication and lying spirits I can get by with this I can get by with that let my flesh have its pleasure why because this is not a game he's coming soon and when it comes down to it there are really only two kinds of people here tonight it's those that are saved and those that are not and beyond ethnic and racial and social backgrounds and differences it's really all going to come down to only two groups of people saved and lost is this okay tonight there are those here tonight that if the trumpet of God would sound amen they would say hallelujah on this earth and hallelujah on the streets of gold Now let me ask you a question tonight. Let me ask you a question tonight. If the Lord would come 
during this service. And also, and all of a sudden, several people would vacate the premises of this earth. And you were still sitting here. What do you think you're going to do? You think you're just going to stand up and say, oh, well, I guess I missed it. No. I think you're going to be hitting the altar. I think you'll be crying. You're going to be screaming. You're going to be weeping. You're going to be wailing. You're going to be calling out to God to no avail because he's done called his church. He's took his spirit out of here. That's why I say, this is how important this is tonight. Amen. Amen. This is important because there are those who are here this evening, sadly to say, that'll be left behind. I can't, I can't sugarcoat this tonight. They'll be left behind to face eternity without God. Amen. There are, there are just saved people and lost people. Amen. But I, but I have good news for us tonight. We can still obey. We have a chance. We have a moment. We have some time that we can still obey the gospel message. We still can repent. We can still be filled with His Spirit. We can still be buried in His name. We can still have that change in our life. Some of us have drifted away from God in our heart. We know we're not right with Him. But we can make things right tonight. We can get back in good standing with God this evening before we leave and go home. There's some of us that are here, no doubt, to have everything all planned out. Amen. You say simply, I've still got some time left. There's still some things in the world that I want to do. I've got some desires, amen, that I want to fulfill. My flesh still has those lustly desires that are still wooing me and calling me. I've decided that I want to do this. Then I will come back. And get right with God. We're not guaranteed that that will ever happen. Listen to me tonight when I say the rapture of the church is soon to happen. The Lord himself, I'll say it again, shall descend from heaven with a shout, with the voice of the archangel, the trump of God. The dead in Christ are going to rise first. And then those who are ready... And, 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 and those who are ready to meet the Lord that are still alive will rise to meet the Lord of the air. So shall we ever be with him. It's going to happen, folks, just like that. And most of this world don't believe this truth. But one day they will. But it will be too late. I believe in the coming of the Lord. I believe in the rapture of the church. I believe it's near. I believe it so strongly that if I were you and I was sitting here tonight and my heart was not right with God, I would make my way to an altar and I would ask God to forgive me. 
I would get right with God. That's how strong I believe it. Because we're not guaranteed tomorrow. This won't be a drama. I've been in dramas before. Dealing with the crucifixion and the coming of the Lord and all of that. And we all got up, clapped our hands, and we left. Mostly the same way that we came. But this will not be a drama. Amen. This will be for real. It'll be for real. It's a rapture of the church. Several years ago, Larry King, you probably remember that name, interviewed Dr. Billy Graham. During the course of the interview, Larry King asked Dr. Graham what was the biggest disappointment in, in his life. Dr. Graham said, without a question, it was when President Kennedy called and asked me to come to the Oval Office. He asked me if I believed in the rapture of the church, and I told him, yes, I did. And he said, as you know, I am a Catholic. Does my church believe in the coming of the Lord? And Dr. Graham said, yes, they do believe in the coming of the Lord. It's in their creeds and it's in their catechisms. And then President Kennedy said this, then why don't they talk about it? Why don't I ever hear anything about it from my priest? And he, and he said, Dr. Graham, I want you to come to the Oval Office and talk to me about the rapture. And Billy Graham said, I've got the flu and I've been sick and under the weather. Just give me a couple days and I will come. And he was telling Larry King, he said he never got another opportunity to speak to the president because he was assassinated just a few days later. Dr. Graham said that that was my biggest disappointment in this life. There was a man hungry for God and I put it off. Folks, let me say this to you tonight. Don't put it off. Don't shrug your shoulders and say not now. Don't turn off that conviction that you feel. Don't say that I'll get right with God during the next service. Don't say I'm not ready to make that commitment to God. Don't turn God off because no one is guaranteed. Nobody, not you, not me, not anybody. We're guaranteed tomorrow. The only time that we have is right now because we might not have tomorrow. Why? Because life is so frail and fragile. We think that nothing will ever happen to us, but it can happen to any of us. And then our tomorrow would be gone. The Bible says that today is the day of salvation. It says two will be in the field working. One will be taken, the other left. Two will be grinding at the mill. One will be taken, the other left. He says, watch, therefore, for you know not what hour your Lord doth come. It's not a game. It's not a drama. It's for real. And only what we do for Christ is going to last. Nothing else matters. Life will come 
and life will go. But our relationship with Jesus Christ is the most important decision that we will ever make in our lifetime. Let's stand. I open these altars tonight to whomsoever will. We can go without making any changes or we can step forward, find a place to pray and make our election sure. Because as sure as your pastor stands before you this night, it matters. No matter what anybody else says, no matter what the decision is by anybody else, this is a decision that you have to make for yourself. Nobody can make it for you. And you've got to understand that. This is the day that I need to make that decision to serve God with all of my heart, mind, soul, and strength. We're going to play and we're going to sing. But first of all, let's bow our heads and let's pray. Dear Lord Jesus, your presence is in this place tonight. Your convicting power is in this place tonight. I pray, Lord. I pray, God, woo, woo them to the altar, woo them to a place of prayer. In the name of Jesus, let our heart be overcome with your presence right now. Let's come, church. Let's come, church. Let's come, church. His presence is here. His presence is here. His presence is here. His presence is near. a sanctuary of prayer house of prayer raise your hands all over this building right now no matter where you're at just begin to call on the name of the Lord call on the name of the Lord call on the name of the Lord come on call on 